Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is Coach Mark in Manila here from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. Both of my sites are here to get you ahead in your life, no matter whether you're trying to study for your IELTS, maybe you're a medic wanting to pass the OET to get yourself to Australia, and indeed America now is accepting OET as evidence um, of your English comprehension and capabilities. Or perhaps you are a native English speaker, but you don't feel as confident as you could be in your presentations or maybe as today's podcast is about you are somebody using English as a second language but about to embark upon interviews with an international or multinational company and you're terrified absolutely scared stiff that's a great idiom but a horrible feeling that your English just won't be up to the job maybe you're concerned that your listening skills are poor um, or that you just can't express yourself in the way that's necessary to evidence that you have the skills to do this job so never fear if that is you, then today the podcast is for you. And don't run away, even if you aren't practicing for an interview or have no plans or ambitions to do that, stick around because there's lots of tips here that will help you regardless to express yourself in business presentations, meetings, and just generally in everyday life. Okay, so let's speak about what the problem is. Um, mostly when we're preparing to go into job interviews, we're really nervous. Um, doesn't matter whether you're a native speaker or you're non-native speaker, it's a challenge. But of course, there's a bigger challenge if you're using a second language. So, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's English or Spanish or whatever it is. If it's not your native language, that's a problem. So the biggest fear that we all have is that we're going to make a terrible mistake. Maybe we're going to miss a question or not be able to understand what someone's asking us. Um, you might have great answers to interview questions, but your biggest challenge is actually hearing the interview question correctly to be able to respond with your great answer. Also, another problem might be that you actually give a good answer, so you can understand and you give a great answer, but then they ask you to explain it further and you don't have the vocab to extend what you practiced. So this is also a bit of a uh moment. Okay, we're gonna discuss some of these today. Um, and also, if you do want to get a masterclass with me to have an intensive session, you can just follow the links down below to book that with me. Um, it's something that's a really good investment, just a one-off session, but will give you all, everything you need to prepare you ready for your big interview, or if you're just trying to brush up your skills ready for when you are applying for jobs, it's worthwhile doing. So let's talk about the first problem and hearing and understanding what the interviewer has asked you. So this can be a big challenge, particularly if your listening skills aren't quite up there yet. Um, the best thing that you can do clearly is practice lots of listening um, in the run up to the interview. Don't watch just general movies and things like that. It's really not going to help you at all. Um, the best thing you can do is watch a lot of online coaching sessions. So interviews, mock interviews. You can find a whole host of them online um, on YouTube, Vimeo, and I'm sure on other sites as well. And the best thing you can do is try to listen out um, without the subtitles or captions and see with a pen and paper if you can jot down the words and the questions that you're hearing them use because that's going to really assist you to tune in your hearing and get to understand some of the vocabs that interviewers might use. The other thing I'd recommend you do, um, if you have an actual job and company lined up, try to find out where you're being interviewed from. 
So, for example, if you're being interviewed from head office in America, then the chances might be that your interviewer will be an American with an American accent. If, of course, you're working for the branch in Turkey or India or wherever, it may be that your interviewer is Indian. Um, uh, and therefore, you're going to need to practice listening to interview questions with different accents because, of course, that changes it dramatically. Um, if, again, you want to practice your accents, then do follow the link down below in the show notes because you're going to get access to my accent training app. Um, this is a program available for you and it will train you over a course of 28 days to get familiar with every accent probably that you're going to encounter in your business life. It's a great program and has huge success. It doesn't require you to have any appointment with me so you can do it at your own pace. And a lot of people are saying they're loving that experience in the past, so check it out. So if you don't understand Okay, and your training that you've been doing hasn't made a huge difference to you, what do you do when you get into the interview and you still cannot understand them? Don't panic, that's the first thing. So what I'd like you to remember is that a lot of the time our hearing and our speaking skills go out of the window, and that's a great expression, it means just we forget about them. Like out of the window, gone, right? Um, not because we've lost the ability, but because our stress levels are too high. <clears throat> so the first tip is, before you even go into the interview, try to bring your stress levels down. So do not, if you can, run straight from a meeting at work into an interview experience, okay? That's a really bad idea because you're going to be potentially a little bit stressed. Also, I'd like you to spend the first 30 minutes before your interview, yeah, before your interview, I'd like you to practice out loud in English. Okay, so get your brain warmed up thinking in English. So say, for example, if you're somebody like one of my students in the Arabic-speaking countries, you know, you've been speaking Arabic all day, then if you're just expecting to switch straight across, okay, into English, it can be a challenge and it can take a little while to get your brain warmed up. A bit like starting the car if you're in the Northern Hemisphere on a freezing cold day. It takes a while for that engine to get warmed up properly to perform at its best performance. The same with our brain. It's like um, an athlete, you know? You don't see them at the Olympics or any races just stripping off their tracksuit and getting straight onto the race. They warm up at the side of the track and they stretch and they get their body and their mind prepared for this is what we're about to do next. So do the same with yourself. Psych yourself up. Get yourself speaking out loud in English, even if there's nobody to speak to, just speak to yourself out loud. Yeah, it doesn't matter how crazy that might seem. And practice what you're going to say. Also, think about your mouth opening, okay? Many times we mumble when we're nervous, okay? So try to open that mouth just a little bit clearer and wider and think about where the placement of your sounds are, with your tongue and your teeth, and slow down because when we're anxious we tend to speak really really quickly like this and we, we did da, 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 and it's like everything just flies past the interviewer we don't want you to sound rushed we want you to take your time but clearly not so much time that it takes you five minutes to answer each question because that's not going to give you enough chance to answer all the interview questions so keep your answers tight succinct that means to the point with relevant information 
but breathe and don't rush the answer, okay? The second thing that you can do is try to get yourself in a really happy mindset before the interview. This might sound weird, but again, it's going to help you dramatically with lowering that cortisol and adrenaline, which are the two main culprits, nice word there, the two main players um, that interfere with our ability to recall and for our brains to work effectively. So when I say that, what I'd like you to do is watch something funny, find something that makes you laugh, or go for a nice walk if you enjoy that, or a bit of a swim if you can. Whatever it is, read a book, listen to a nice piece of music, dance. Even in your living room, you can do that. The point is this, it helps raise dopamine and serotonin, which are two really important chemicals, okay? And makes you feel kind of happier and more stable and steady and less threatened, I suppose. And adrenaline and cortisol are the other hormones that we don't want. Those ones make us feel unsafe, in danger, make your heart race, and you know everything goes a bit weird, and that stops you from speaking effectively. So what we're doing there is doing a biohack together there, along with lots of deep breathing. So in through your nose, hold it for a count of two to four, and then exhale really deeply out of your mouth as well okay and if you do that several times in a row it will automatically calm yourself down you will feel quite of a nice light sort of pleasant sensation in your head it's just that oxygen getting right in where it needs to get to and of course it helps take the blood and the oxygen to the brain for the verbal capacity which will help you perform extremely well now once you get into the interview if you have one of those moments as i say where you don't understand what they're saying do not panic. All you have to do is say, that's a great question. Even if you didn't understand it and you say, could you just explain that in a bit more detail? I'd like to answer that fully. Which part would you like me to focus upon? Now, when you say that, you're not doing that horrible moment of, oh, I didn't understand you. Could, you. could you say that again? Okay. You're saying to them, oh, that's interesting. Could you explain that a bit more? Which part do you want me to sp speak about specifically? Because I'd like to answer that fully. So it makes it sound like you've got lots you could say and you're asking for further information. The good thing about that is you absolutely will get further information and even better, it's not like saying, can you say that again? Because if you say, say that again, what do they do? They say the same thing you never understood in the first place, right? Whereas if you say, can you give me more information? Tell me more about that. They're going to expand their answer and give you more. Hopefully at that point, you will have a clue what they are asking you. Then you'll be able to make your response accordingly. Okay, so that's the first thing that you should do. If you really don't understand something, it's better just to say, you know, I'm still not totally clear what you're asking me. Are you asking me? And then repeat what you think they're asking you. So instead of again, just having this awful moment where you say, I don't understand, you can say, I'm sorry, I'm not sure I'm totally clear what you're asking me. Are you asking? And then give it your best guess as to what they are saying, because that at least shows them that you are somebody who will clarify things and that you won't just sit there and get stuck, which again, is a good example of how you would be as an employee. So don't be afraid to be honest when those situations happen and you know you don't think you can have any idea of what they're asking you. Just give it a good go. They will probably say, no, that isn't quite what I'm asking and then rephrase it in a different way until you both work it out and then you can answer the question. But don't be afraid. That's my top tip on that. Do not be afraid. They also understand that English is the second language for you or they should do 
and therefore they're going to have to expect this from a lot of their candidates. The only time that that won't be the case is if you are literally the only international client, uh, sorry, candidate that is approaching this client for a job. That's going to be a bit harder and they might not understand or be very impressed, but it's worth a shot, okay? Um, the next thing I would say to you, when it comes down to accents and things like that, it's really important that you try to get as much practice as you can in actually practicing and listening to those accents. So as I say, use YouTube, use um, lots of opportunities online to speak to other people from different parts, okay? And it will really greatly and dramatically improve that, all right? Um, what I would say to you as well is don't be afraid to try, try, try again. So, you know, even if your first interview doesn't work out the way you expected. Don't let that put you off. You know, give it another go, give it another shot. And it's a, a question of practice, practice, practice. Go into these interviews thinking to yourself, I'm just trying to see how well I can do with my English. Don't go in with a mentality or mindset that you absolutely desperately need this job because it will come across as desperate in the interview and then will get in the way of you. So just try to enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the opportunity to test your English and see it as a bit of fun. See it also. Change the mindset. See it as a, as a place for you to be able to check if this employer is the right place for you. You're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. Always as well have questions to ask because if you get to the end of the interview and they say, do you have any questions for us and you just want to get out of there <laughs> and you say, no, that's fine, that doesn't look good. So stay until the very end and make sure you have a reasonably sensible and decent question to ask. Some examples of what's reasonable and sensible, I would say, are things like, um, what would you expect me to do in the first two weeks of me starting in the department? So this is a great question because it shows that you're thinking of actually already being in there and what would you like me to do in the department in the first two weeks? You're thinking, what can you contribute immediately? It also gives you a great sense of what they expect from you. Are you going to be able to deliver? Are they expecting too much from you in the first couple of weeks? Because that's important for you to be sure it is the right fit. Um, the other thing that I would say as well as a bit of a guidance is if you're having this interview by a webcam, which many of these interviews are these days, try to get the job description up and make a note, okay, on little pieces of paper or something of the key points, the things that they're asking for in their job description that are like essential, okay? Write those small sentences or keywords out and then stick them somewhere at eye level where the webcam is on your computer or wherever you're going to be holding your interview. If you're not doing it on your laptop, then put it on a wall or something that is directly behind where you might have your cell phone set up. The point of this is this. If you get stuck, if you feel like you're going blank and you can't think well, what to construct, if you can mention a few lines word for word from their job description to throw into an answer or to a comment, okay, it's going to really help you. Because remember, they've written the job description on purpose. The point of that job description is literally that's who they're looking for. So if you can say, oh yeah, I've got the experience, you know, um, I know that you're looking for a team player who's had over 15 years experience in marketing. I have had that, I've got over 25 years experience and I've worked with a variety of teams as well as individual on my own. So mention and strip out some of the key points that they're looking for, okay? If say for example they were looking for experience with a piece of software, you'd mention that too. But put them up there and if you put them at eye level, then of course then it's very 
very easy for you to say it without looking like you're reading from a script. Please don't do it like you've got a script and notes. That's really unprofessional. Um, even though you're on a webcam interview, you should still be doing it like you were sat there in the real interview. What I'm teaching you in the, uh, the bullet points there is a little bit of a hack. Um, not too much of a cheat, but something that could help you that you wouldn't ordinarily get in your interview. But please don't overuse it because ultimately you've got to be able to do this job when you get in there okay and you've got to be competent with your English in order to function most people forget they think I just want to get this job offer and so they try and hack their way with standard responses set phrases that you've come up with for your answers the problem is this you get the job offer but then you've got to cope day to day and you don't have set answers for your day to day so really be, be aware of that, okay? Um, it's one thing to want to get to the job offer, but you've got to be able to then do the job and be able to function and communicate in the department. And this is why I say getting interview practice is great, but you may want to consider ongoing coaching like I do um, in the past or did in the past for many, many of my clients because here's the thing, you need that support when you get into the new job. There will be new things they expect you to do. Your English may struggle to cope with certain circumstances and to get that assistance to just practice that is invaluable, okay? So that's another top tip I can recommend. And again, if you want to speak to me about some coaching there, I'm happy to help. Um, although these days I'm not doing as much um, due to my personal situation but whilst I'm still around I'm happy to help um, people on a, a limited basis that also keeps us very focused because we don't want to keep you in coaching forever the idea is we empower you and then send you on your way okay that's the whole point of coaching not to keep you stuck in month after month of training the final word on this is don't panic okay I know it's easier said than done but remember this the interview is equally a little bit stressed perhaps nervous too um, they've often done many interviews throughout the course of the day you might be the last one and they possibly could be exhausted so try to relax the interview as well as yourself if it seems appropriate smile maybe make a little bit of a small polite joke about something and you will see the interviewer relax remember people by people so they're not just looking at your answers on the technical skills like your marketing experience or your legal experience they also want to know what type of person you are so they want to be assured that you've got a nice character so that's a great way to do that to break a little bit of the ice and also give them a bit of a lift because they've possibly had a hard day interviewing or a hard week interviewing if you can be that person who can show that awareness they're going to think you know what <laughs> i like this person they actually made my day feel a bit nicer and therefore they're more likely to think that you could be the right person for the job the final tip as well on top of that is this when you're using your wording always try to refer to things such as not your department or your company but say our department our company psychologically it's a hack um, what you're doing there is you're signaling to them that you're already a team you're already part of the company so for example you might say well um, if say they ask you what do you think is the biggest strength you can bring to the department you could say well I think I can offer our department the wealth of my experience in marketing business development and strategic strategy to uh, develop new partnerships Okay, so listen what I said, our department. They said the department and you change it to our department, okay? Um, so, or you could say we instead of you, okay? So I think we could achieve a lot in the department operating with these strategies. 
it's a good hack and you're subtly, subconsciously signaling to the interviewer you're already part of the team. You're already getting into their mind that this person is with the company um, and that they're a team player. So I hope this has given you a lot of inspiration and insight. These are just a few hacks. There's so many more. Um, if you want to discuss them with me, I'm happy to do that. Just get in touch with me on the website, esl.businessenglishexperts.com or initial-impact.com. You can drop me an email to hello at initial-impact.com. And of course, please share the podcast far and wide. If it has helped you, it can help others. That's my, uh, my ambition here really is to put all this out there totally free of charge to help as many of you worldwide as I can in the time I have left to me. Also, if you would like to help sponsor a segment from as little as 99 cents, you can sponsor the show. Just click on Spotify on the link there and do sponsor the show and then that will happen. Um, or you can just buy me a coffee. Again, follow the link below to pay securely via Stripe. That enables me to keep these for free. Also, if you love these and you want to get my premium podcast for free at the moment, then you can do. Just subscribe down below, register your information. It's totally free at the moment to listeners of this podcast. Um, soon it will be going off the free platform. So you won't be able to get my 60-minute premium podcast and lessons, okay, unless you're subscribed there. So do sign up. Don't miss out. All right? Take care, everybody. Remember, 10 minutes every day. 28 days if you practice like that on whatever you're trying to achieve you will see significant progress and feel different in your confidence stay safe i'll see you soon sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast but i wanted to say a big thank you for listening and if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free do consider sponsoring me you can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment or if you want to do something as a one-off you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high-level English coaching but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, maybe you're an English coach or perhaps you are another professional, maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counsellor, basically anybody who is in a caring or supportive or maybe you, you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.